Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Monday, July 24, 2023. In the latest development, Apple has implemented an internal chatbot to support its workforce. According to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman in Power On, the tech giant is utilizing this AI-powered tool for various tasks, such as exploring upcoming features, condensing text, and providing data-driven responses. The chatbot serves as a valuable resource within the company, assisting employees in their day-to-day operations. By leveraging its training with vast amounts of data, Apple's chatbot aids in streamlining processes and enhancing productivity. This innovative approach demonstrates Apple's commitment to utilizing advanced technologies to optimize internal workflows. As the company continues to leverage the capabilities of artificial intelligence, the chatbot offers a convenient solution for employees seeking quick information and assistance. With its ability to prototype future features and provide concise summaries, the chatbot plays a crucial role in supporting Apple's workforce and driving efficiency across the organization. Shifting to Apple news, Apple is set to introduce a new program called Easy Pay Online Ordering in its retail stores, allowing employees to offer customers the option of home delivery for their purchases starting in August. This move represents a potential shift in Apple's strategy. Previously, store employees could only suggest online purchases or assist customers in placing orders on the website. With the integration of home shipping into Apple's retail EasyPay terminals, customers can now have bulky items like iMacs delivered directly to their homes instead of having to carry them out of the store. This change not only enhances customer convenience, but also reduces the need for extensive backroom space to hold stock in future Apple stores. Additionally, it is speculated that this shift towards shipped orders may facilitate the rollout of Vision Pro, a product with numerous accessory combinations that may be difficult to keep in stock at all times. By offering shipping as an option, Apple stores can still complete Vision Pro sales even if they don't have all the necessary parts immediately available. And now with another Apple story, introducing the upcoming iOS 17 update, which brings a range of exciting new features to the Messages app. The most groundbreaking addition is check-in, allowing users to ensure the safety and well-being of their contacts by receiving alerts when they reach their destination. If no response is received, the app shares vital information like location, battery level, and cell service status with a designated friend or family member. Another notable enhancement is the streamlined access to frequently used iMessage apps through a custom button, enabling quick sharing of photos, audio messages, and locations. Additionally, the update introduces an upper right corner arrow that facilitates jumping to the first unseen message in a conversation and swipe to reply functionality. Searching for specific messages becomes more efficient with powerful search filters, while audio messages are automatically transcribed for easier accessibility. Furthermore, all stickers, including live stickers, emoji, memoji, and sticker packs, can now be found in a single convenient location. Lastly, the highly anticipated ability to create live stickers will undoubtedly be a popular feature among users. With these new additions, iOS 17 revolutionizes the messaging experience on iPhones and Macs. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. 
You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Shifting to innovative construction-related news, Stellantis and Samsung SDI have announced their intention to construct a second joint venture battery plant in the United States. The plant aims to commence production by 2027, pending finalization of the transaction and determination of its location. While the investment amount and employment figures are yet to be disclosed, the initial production capacity of the facility is set at 34 gigawatt hours. Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares stated that this new plant will contribute to the company's goal of offering at least 25 new battery electric vehicles in North America by the end of the decade. Stellantis has previously announced plans to achieve 100% electric passenger car sales in Europe and a 50% electric mix for cars and light trucks in the U.S. by 2030. The automaker intends to secure approximately 400 gigawatt hours of battery capacity to meet these targets. This second battery plant will aid Stellantis market penetration in the U.S., according to Samsung SDI CEO Yun Ho Choi. The company's first joint battery plant is scheduled to open in Kokomo, Indiana, in early 2025. In other news related to innovative transportation, investors are turning their attention to electric helicopters, also known as EVTOLs, which could potentially replace rideshare platforms in the future. This evolutionary technology combines electric vehicles and traditional helicopters to provide a solution for street congestion in growing cities. Analysts are particularly excited about Joby and Archer, considering them as frontrunners in the EVTOL market. Joby's larger market cap of $5.5 billion compared to Archer's $1.1 billion reflects their respective positions. Flight testing and gaining approval from the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, remain crucial milestones for these companies. While approval may take one to two years, manufacturing partnerships with automakers like Toyota and Stellantis could expedite production. Lilium and E-Mobility are also promising EVTOL stocks to watch. However, Vertical Aerospace has faced setbacks, resulting in a decline in its stock price. Despite challenges, analysts anticipate significant growth in the EVTOL market, driven by the push for climate-friendly transportation. Once approved, these aircraft will enter an entirely new market, although finding niches and overcoming obstacles will be part of the process. Now transitioning to science updates, novel embryo models challenge legal, ethical, and biological concepts. Scientists in Israel have successfully developed mouse embryo models using embryonic stem cells. These models closely mimic natural embryogenesis, progressing through early developmental stages with the formation of organs and limb buds. However, due to imperfect placenta formation, some tissue structures may experience impaired growth. To further advance these models, researchers aim to replicate the stage of development that requires a placenta as an interface for maternal fetal blood circulation. Although surprised by the model's progress, scientists emphasize the need for better substitutes for the placenta to facilitate further development. Moreover, it has been discovered that embryo models can be grown not only from embryonic stem cells but also from mature cells regressed to a stem cell-like state called induced pluripotent stem cells. This breakthrough, pioneered by biologist Shinya Yamanaka, eliminates the necessity for actual embryos and raises questions about existing regulations. Despite their promise, embryo models still face limitations such as rudimentary development, inefficiency, and the inability to give rise to living organisms. The failure rate remains high, 
primarily due to organ size abnormalities. Researchers believe more work is necessary to understand the similarities and differences between embryo models and natural embryos. Turning our attention to space updates, in a groundbreaking discovery, scientists believe they have found the first meteorite that left Earth and returned thousands of years later. The dark reddish-brown stone, known as Northwest Africa 13188, NWA 13188, was found in the Sahara Desert and exhibits chemical composition similar to volcanic rocks on Earth, but with altered lighter elements usually associated with cosmic ray interactions in space. This finding strongly suggests that the rock was flung into space by an asteroid impact around 10,000 years ago and spent considerable time orbiting Earth before re-entering the atmosphere. The rock's glossy fusion crust, formed during its atmospheric journey, provides further evidence of its extraterrestrial adventure. While the discovery has not yet been published in a peer-reviewed journal, it was presented at an international conference on geochemistry. The origin of NWA 13188 remains a mystery, but it was purchased by a retired French professor who acquired it due to its peculiar nature. This extraordinary find opens up new possibilities for understanding the complex interactions between Earth and space. Continuing with the latest in space news, China plans to send zebrafish to its Tiangong space station for research purposes. The small fish will be used to study the interaction between fish and microorganisms in a closed ecosystem, as well as investigate bone loss in astronauts. The announcement was made by Zhang Wei, assistant to the commander-in-chief of China's manned space engineering space application system. However, specific details about the experiment's timeline and aquatic equipment were not disclosed. This is not the first time fish have been sent to space, as NASA previously sent a small school of Maidaka fish to the International Space Station in 2012. Zebrafish were also sent to the Soviet Union Salyut 5 space station in 1976, where cosmonauts observed changes in their behavior due to microgravity. The practice of sending animals to space dates back to 1947, with the unfortunate fate of the Soviet space dog Laika in 1957. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.